Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is NBC Television. Hi, this is Kathy Coleman. You're listening to TV Confidential. Last half of the fifth inning, game five at Yankee Stadium. The Yankees leading the Dodgers 1-0. The team's even in games at 2-2. And this has been a game that has been just spectacular. And hearts have been jumping up into throats and mouths all the way. And here's Ben Scully to carry on the rest of the way. Thank you, Mel. Hi, everybody. Ball one to Ina Slaughter, who flied to left field in the second inning. Ed Robertson, hoping you're enjoying this encore presentation of TV Confidential. We'll be back with a brand new edition of the program next week, featuring singer, actress, and producer Lucy Arnaz. Please join us for that. In the meantime, Phil Grace is with us for another edition of the Sounds of Lost Television. Phil Grace, of course, founder and owner of Archival Television Audio, the largest vintage TV soundtrack archive in the world, and over the last couple of weeks, Phil and I have been taking a look at the early career of Dodger announcer Vin Scully, the Hall of Fame voice of the Los Angeles Dodgers, who's also known to national audiences through his work on the NBC Baseball Game of the Week, as well as his work for CBS calling NFL football and many PGA golf tournaments. Vin Scully passed away Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022 at the age of 94. The program you're listening to right now originally aired in August and September 2015 as a way of commemorating Scully's final year as a broadcaster. Phil has put together a retrospective of the early years of Vin Scully's broadcast career covering the years 1955 through 1965. One of the historic moments, at least uh, in the annals of the old Brooklyn Dodgers, came on September 29th, 1957, and Scully was again calling the Brooklyn Dodgers uh, over WOKO, or at least that would have been the station you would have heard the broadcast from, WOKO. This is the final moment of the last game ever played by the Brooklyn Dodgers, Vince Scully behind the microphone, audio courtesy of Phil Grace. So the Dodgers with one strike left to them. Trail 2-1 to one in the ninth inning in the closing game. The strike two pitch is cut on and fouled back. 0-2. On deck, Randy Jackson. Tell you about the Dodger batters. Let's see. Gilliam hit 250, Simoli 293, Perillo 306, Hodges 299. Kennedy 133, Jackson 198, Zimmer 219, Fignatano 214. Curveball is cut on a fly ball to center. Don Landrum is waiting. Under it, he's got it. And 1957 goes down the drain. And with it, 
the final game of the year. The Phillies winning it 2-1 to one as Bob Kennedy flies out to center field and Nat does it. Well, that'll do it from this end as far as the play-by-play is concerned. Philadelphia 2 and Brooklyn 1 in 1957 is in the books. Bob Kennedy flying out to end the 1957 season for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Uh, audio courtesy Phil Grace from the broadcast of the final game played by the uh, Brooklyn Dodgers, originally broadcast on WOKO September 29th, 1957. Bob Kennedy, if I remember correctly, eventually became a baseball executive for both the San Diego Padres, and I think he ended his career as an executive for the San Francisco Giants. His son, Terry Kennedy, played for both the San Diego Padres and the San Francisco Giants. Uh, it's interesting that he would be the last batter at the Brooklyn Dodger. He was only batting 133. He began his career <laughs> in 1939. So his career is really a, a length of time where you start to see the Dodgers become very much in the limelight, starting with their 1941 uh, World Series uh, appearance. But I would like to just focus for one moment on what I really can empathize with Vince Scully. He's never come out and stated what he knew and what he didn't know on that particular evening. Everyone knew. Everyone knew that things were not uh, going well with regard to the Dodgers staying in Brooklyn. And uh, we all feel, so many of us feel, I should say, that Vince Scully was... um, handcuffed by Walter O'Malley and the doctor personnel, not to say anything about not returning. With these very, very wonderful Brooklyn Dodger fans all the way, don't you think? That's right, indeed. And we want to certainly say hello to our Dodger network, which was really spreading its wings this year for the first time, as well as to all our friends in New York. And uh, all of us here in the booth hope we'll be talking to you in 1958. 57, as far as the baseball season is concerned, and our own personal little duties with the ball club, just about down the drain. So, for the last time, we'll be saying goodbye, and good luck, and we'll see you soon. Take care of yourself. So long. If you notice, he says, hope to be talking to you in 1958. He knew he was not coming back, and he could not say that. And I think that was one moment that Vince Curry could not be himself. And I would love one day to be able to, you know, talk to him or to hear him discuss uh, what was going on. Well, Brooklyn is mourning its beloved bums tonight. The departure of the Dodgers occurring this afternoon with the official announcement that the club is moving its franchise to Los Angeles. The announcement came not from Dodger President Walter O'Malley, but from Arthur Patterson. Uh, we, we listened to Ron Cochran during the WCBS News. That was 10 days later where it was then official that the Dodgers were moving to L.A. But 10 days prior to that, it was not we hoped to. We knew we weren't coming back to uh, listen to Vince Kelly and to see him in the booth any longer. But he was unable to state that. And that's one moment that will forever be, you know, an empathy that I will have for him in terms of he being not able to really speak his mind. Scully couldn't speak his mind that night behind the microphone for the Brooklyn Dodgers, but he spoke his mind on several occasions as the voice of the Los Angeles Dodgers. This uh, collection that we're going to play for this segment includes some years, uh, some highlights from the 1959 Dodger team, which was the first year they won the pennant for the then Los Angeles Dodgers. Brooklyn, over the years from 1912 to 1957, 
they won one World Series. They go to Los Angeles in 58, and in two years they win a World Series. It was an amazing moment. Because I believe they came in seventh place in 58, and then they jumped back to not only winning the pennant, but also the World Series in 59. And they still had many of the old Brooklyn Dodger players. One of the exceptions was Roy Campanello, who uh, tragically was paralyzed in an automobile accident in January 1958 and never did make it out to L.A. But Bill Hodges was there and Ferrero was there. You had a number of Dodgers who uh, wore Brooklyn caps prior. So it was a very special moment uh, when the Dodgers did uh, win uh, the World Series out of uh, Brooklyn. You mentioned uh, Roy Campanella in this first clip uh, from the 1959 uh, Los Angeles Dodgers season. Vin Scully is uh, behind the mic, and it's from the broadcast of the May 7th, 1959 game played by the L.A. Dodgers that year, and that happened to be Roy Campanella night. That, that was an amazing night. Uh, first of all, you had 93,000 people uh, and they all lit a match for Roy. I mean, it was incredible. In fact, um, Vince Scully very eloquently talks about that. Uh, I believe we have a clip later on. Um, it's just something that um, was uh, due. Uh, everyone loved Roy. I mean, Roy was different than Jackie. Jackie was very outspoken, very liberal. He was uh, someone who, you know, stepped to the plate with causes. Roy Campanaro was very laid back. He played baseball. He was not that much involved with politics. Lovable guy and uh, MVP three times in Brooklyn. He, you know, was just very much loved, and they gave him a night, May 7th, 1959. Well, right now in the Coliseum, all of the lights will be turned out as Pee Wee Reese wheels a chair that holds Roy Campanella across the first base foul line and heads him towards the pitcher's mound. The lights are going out. This final tribute to Roy Campanella. The lights will be lowered. And everyone at the ballpark, 93,000 people, are asked in silent tribute to light a match to Roy Campanella. And we would like to think that as 93,000 people light the match, there would be 93,000 prayers for a great man. The lights now are starting to come out like thousands and thousands of fireflies, starting deep in center field, glittering around to left, and slowly the entire ballpark lighting up with individual lights. And Roy Campanella, as the years go back, standing off to the right is Pee Wee Reese. lights at the Coliseum, perhaps the most beautiful and dramatic moment in the history of sports. Vin Scully calling the uh, festivities of uh, Roy Campanella night at the uh, Los Angeles Coliseum before a crowd of more than 93,000 spectators that night. Uh, audio courtesy Phil Grace, ATVAudio.com. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One more item, our friend Chuck Harder, Mr. Entertainment, recently performed an hour of song at Sideshow Books in Los Angeles. A few weeks back, I was in the audience that night, and Chuck gave us a wonderful evening of stories and songs. Check it out on YouTube for free. Chuck Harder, in person, Sideshow Books on YouTube. We mentioned uh, Phil Roy Campanella was injured in a tragic automobile accident January 1958. If I remember correctly, the Campanella story was the basis of a very well-received and very highly watched, highly rated made-for-television movie that I think originally aired in 1974 called It's Good to Be Alive. Yeah, I did um, remember seeing that when it was um, aired. Uh, I might add, you know, it's interesting from my standpoint um, I live very, very um, close to where he actually had the accident. Uh, I live in Seacliff uh, in New York. He lived, uh, he had a liquor store uh, in Glencove, and it was on Glencove Avenue, which is like four minutes away from where I am right now, where he had that accident on this uh, very slippery, snowy night. I, I might add, I love getting back to Vin and his metaphors. If you, if, 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 if you listen again, I love the way he said, when they were lighting a match, 93,000, it was thousands and thousands of little lights like fireflies. I mean, that's a Vin Scullyism. You know, just being able to make it so visually descriptive that even if you weren't watching it, you would imagine how wonderful that moment is. Well, he still uses a lot of Scullyisms today. One of my favorites is uh, when he described, whenever Adrian Gonzalez comes up, Adrian Gonzalez is the... Uh, first baseman for the for the current uh, Los Angeles Dodgers and he bats he bats fourth in the lineup uh which is known as the cleanup hitter you know or 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 the guy who's known who's supposed to deliver in the clutch so one of my favorite scullyisms today is when he describes Gonzalez as the uh, butter and egg man because he's supposed to deliver that's good yeah. <laughs> we're listening to highlights of some of the early broadcast career of Vin Scully. Vin Scully, the uh, Hall of Fame voice of the Los Angeles Dodgers, who is marking his 66th year behind the microphone this year, 2015. Audio courtesy Phil Grace, ATVAudio.com. You mentioned earlier that the Los Angeles Dodgers, much to the consternation of the long-suffering Brooklyn Dodgers, uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers won the pennant in their second year on the West Coast. 1959, uh, we have a track of Vin calling the final moments of the game in which L.A. won the pennant that year, September 29, 1959. Big bouncer over the mound, over second base. Up with it is Mantilla, throws low and wild. Hodges scores, we go to Chicago. The Cinderella team of the National League for the first time in history. A seventh-place club has come back to win the pennant the following year, and it had to be the Dodgers. In their third playoff, 
they finally win one and go into the series. It went as a base hit for Perillo and an error. And the crowd going wild as the fairy tale has come true. The Los Angeles Dodgers have won the National League pennant for 1959. One of the more unbelievable stories in the wild and wacky world of baseball. Vince Scully calling the final moments of uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers coming from behind, uh, coming from seventh place to win the uh, National League pennant on the last day of the 1959 season, winning a playoff series. Audio courtesy Phil Grice, ATVAudio.com. Now, of course, the amazing thing is back then you had the American League, all one division, and you had the National League, all one division. There weren't, uh, it wasn't as tiered as it is today, and you didn't have all the various rounds of playoffs that you have today. Basically, if you won the National League, you went straight to the World Series the following day or the following week. So the fact that, uh, you know, you had a team that came from behind from seventh place to win on the final day, I mean, that was really exciting. Yeah, and it wasn't the first time. Uh, in 50, uh, the Dodgers, um, they played the Phillies. They, they, it was a final game in terms of uh, who was going to go into the World Series. 51, they had a two out of three playoff against the Giants with uh, the uh, shot heard around the world by Bobby Thompson. Here they're in the last day of 59. It, it was exciting baseball. Uh, and like you said, there were eight teams in each league the tears were nowhere near to uh, compare to what we have to go through. In somewhat an exciting way, but it's it's like a whole month. Yeah, you, know, you, you, you could be a last place, uh, you know, um, team in terms of getting just sneaking in to have an opportunity to to do uh, you know potential playoffs, and and uh, it is possible to go all the way, even though your record is so much inferior to. A team that that might have won twenty more games than uh, you did. Yeah, well, but you know, by, by by comparison, I mean, last year uh, the San Francisco Giants won the World Series. They qualified as a wild card team. They had to win. They won a one game playoff, and then they won a best of five first round, and then they won a best of seven second round to 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 win the National League pennant. And then, of course, they won the World Series in seven games against the Kansas City Royals. So in addition to winning, you know, 88 games to qualify at the playoffs last year, they had to win an additional 12 games in postseason, whereas back in 1959, if you got in the playoffs, uh, you only had just the one best-of-seven World Series. Well, it's a great example. It's a great example of when you are a wild card that, uh, you know, there's still hope. It's good and bad with it, in my opinion. Um, it certainly makes for exciting baseball. Uh, people who are not even baseball fans, they come alive uh, during uh, the playoffs because uh, there's so much going on, and uh, it does generate excitement. We are generating excitement along with Phil Grace as we uh, listen to highlights of Vin Scully's early career the, uh, as a broadcaster, specifically highlights of Vince Scully's broadcast career from 19, uh, covering the years 1955 through 1965. 2015 marks Vince Scully's 66th consecutive season behind the microphone, and uh, we're playing some highlights of Vince's career uh, today. Uh, let's see. This next clip is a clip of Vince Scully interviewing Dodger great Gil Hodges uh, moments after the Dodgers won the World Series that year. Here's another example of uh, the great 
first baseman uh, for the Brooklyn Dodgers and, and Los Angeles Dodgers uh, after they moved. A lot of controversy with regard to Gil Hodges never being accepted into the Hall of Fame, and, and he had such uh, wonderful numbers and certainly was a great defensive player, and he had seven consecutive years of 100 RBIs or better. Uh, I think he hit 360-some-odd home runs. Um, you know, he was he was a major Brooklyn Dodger and, and also contributed uh, the first few years as a New York, uh, rather as a Los Angeles Dodger prior to going to the New York Mets. Um, and, and here's a great example of uh, what used to be uh, the um, typical post-interview show after a team, in this case the Los Angeles Dodgers, winning the 1959 World Series, and Vince Curry interviewing Gil Hodges, and I might add, historically signing off for the Gillette Safety Razor Company for the very last time. This was the last year that Gillette sponsored the World Series in its entirety. And uh, that catchy music uh, was uh, was kept in that was ubiquitous. We always remembered, you know, the Gillette Cavalcade of sports music. And uh, this would be the last time that Ben Scully uh, would sign off with that music after talking with Gil Hodges. Well, here is Gil Hodges of the Los Angeles Dodgers. I don't know what I'm doing here, but they pushed me up, and it's really nice being here. Well, Gil, you were on the championship club of 1955, and you're on the championship club of 1959. Do you think you remember this one longer? I think so, Vinny, because it came a lot sooner. You know, we were just out in L.A. This was our second year, and we won a World Series already, and uh, it took us uh, umpteen years, uh, up till 1955, to win a World Series for Brooklyn. Now this is Ben Scully saying smooth sailing, smooth shaving, and so long from your host, the Gillette Safety Razor Company. Ben Scully signing off for the Gillette Safety Razor Company. Uh, October 8th, 1959, audio courtesy, Phil Grace, ATVaudio.com. Um, I was, um, I was always um, enraptured around my black and white TV in the 50s. Uh, watching um, a World Series game, and I always would love those post-interviews, and there was none better at, at doing those than Vince Scully, as, as just uh, you know, example, as the example we just listened to with Gil Hodges. We are out of time for this segment, uh, but uh, in, in our next segment, uh, when we come back with Phil, we will play the final moments of Sandy Koufax' no-hitter from 1965. Vince Scully passed away. Tuesday, August 2nd at the age of 94. Take a quick time out, then we'll play more highlights of Scully's early broadcast career when we come back on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at tvconfidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. 
or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.